Welcome to this podcast is making me thirsty, the number one destination for Seinfeld fans. Thank you for listening. Please rate and review on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at This Thirsty. Follow us on Instagram at This Thirsty. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. This podcast is making me thirsty. Join our Patreon, patreon.com backslash Seinfeld podcast. Bonus episodes up there. Our first 16 episodes are up there. All kinds of good stuff. Join now, folks. Go to our website, SeinfeldPodcast.com. Our rankings are there. All of our episodes are there. Lots of good stuff. Email us at this podcast is making me thirsty at gmail.com. If you dig it, please pass it on. Thank you for listening. Please enjoy. This podcast is making me thirsty. Welcome to this podcast is making me thirsty, the number one destination for Seinfeld fans. This episode 147, today's guest is an actress who's appeared in over 200 TV shows and films, including Cobra, Field of Dreams, Golden Girls, Friends, Everwood, Lenny, The West Wing, Dead to Me, and of course, she played Claire, the waitress at Pete's Luncheonette in the Seinfeld pilot episode, The Seinfeld Chronicles. Please welcome Lee Garlington. Lee, thanks for joining. My pleasure. Glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me. What a career, Lee. I mean, but take us back. I know it's been almost 30 years now that the Seinfeld pilot aired in July of 1989. Is that so, what it came Yeah, I think it taped in April. So Take us back from what you remember. How did the how did the role come about? Was there an audition process? Obviously, this was a pilot, so really interesting um, how they kind of cast from that in the beginning with you know the likes of Mark Hirschfeld, et cetera. But would love to hear you know how the role came about. Did you have to audition for it? A little, little bit about um, that process. Oh, thirty years ago. Yeah, not not much of a process. Your agent calls and says we have an audition for you, and you say okay, and you show up. That's the process. <laughs> and, and, and that audition, who's in there at that point? Is it Jerry and Larry? Um, the first audition, probably, because Mark Hirschfeld had uh, was, we were, we weren't like friends outside of show business, but he's somebody I had known for years. And I was already, uh, you know, a working actress. So I don't think I had to go in for a pre-read or anything. And um, I don't remember who was in the room and then you know it was testing it was uh, uh claire was initially a a series regular there was no julia louise dreyfus for the pilot so it was me and the boys and um so then you go to the network and you do it you know for the studio and then you do it for the network and then you you know have a free food day as everything leaves your body the second it goes inside while you're waiting to find out whether or not you got the part and right i think we shot the pilot for oh god if memory serves like two years two years two weeks i usually pilots back then even sitcoms i think might have been 10 days i don't remember do you recall how much time between like the audition and the shooting like uh, i guess what i'm getting at is because it's a pilot there's nothing there yet right there are starting not a lot there's not a lot of space once once you get they they they, it moves pretty quickly usually i don't honestly remember but usually you get the pilot on a wednesday 
you start the following Monday. Oh, wow. Okay. Kind of thing. I, yeah. And you've clearly done a ton of pilots. So, I have. You, you know, your agent calls you and says, hey, there's this show, this stand-up comedian. Like, what did you know going in, like, about Jerry Seinfeld? Nothing. Anything? Not a thing. <laughs> but that's my norm. I usually don't know. I'm like, you know. Ignorant. Yeah, you work with a lot of stand-up comedians, too. Well, I did. That was the whole thing Lenny in the Clark 90s and, yeah. was all about, you know, stand-up comedians get a series and then they get a professional actor to be their wife. So I did that. I did it with Ernie Cabello, Lenny Clark. Lenny Clark, yeah. I think there was in that one we we did we did 16 episodes of Lenny. And I don't I think there was another one too where I played a comedian's wife, I don't remember. I just had a girlfriend send me a picture. She said, I'm in the basement doing my laundry and I have the TV on and look who shows up. And she sends me a picture. And you're in a Christmas movie. And I'm like, well, what was it? And she goes, oh, I don't have the title. And I said, who's in it? And she said, I don't know. And she sent me a couple of pictures and not a clue. I looked at the pictures going, I don't remember this. I don't remember. <laughs> Would you, let, let's ask you this. If you remember this, the sort of like the, the vibe on the set, as far as like it being a pilot, like what was the overall, um, I guess, temperature read on on those guys? Were were they especially like afterwards? Were they thinking like this is in the bag? Were people nervous? Any talking like that? Or did you get a sense of, or was just kind of you know another day at the office well, kind of? Because it didn't go on right away. I think they were thinking about it original. It, it came on as a mid season replacement, right, or something. I don't think it started on the fall lineup. No, it, it actually, yeah, it aired July 5th, believe it yeah. or not. Like in the, well, in it the would have been a summer, like, let's try this one out here. So yeah. it didn't initially um, make the, the fall lineup. And um, um, I know Larry, uh, Carl, Reiner's son. Yes. Rob, Rob Reiner. Reiner. Rob. Yeah, yeah, Castle Rock. I'm a big fan of his, but uh, Rob was one of the producers. I remember he was there the taping night. Um, I don't remember seeing Larry David on the set. I'm sure he was there. Um, you know, I was a, I was, I was very, I was fairly uh, newly sober at this point, and I have to say it was, you know, the beginning of a new life for me. And I, um, I don't really remember a lot of details from that part of my life, so. It was, I had a lot of fun with the boys. We, you know, I was, I was only in like, I think two scenes or something. So you just hang out in your dressing room. And uh, most of the time, Jerry and uh, Michael and um, um, Jason and I went to lunch almost every day on the commissary on the lot. And it was just, it was a very pleasant experience. A lot of fun. That's great. And and let's, let's be honest. I mean, when I think of the pilot episode of Seinfeld, I we think of you. I mean, yeah, you're you brought that kind of New York attitude to a waitress, and I love you know decaf left, regular right, right. That's it, it. That's always that's always in our head, and you know you tell George it's very challenging work, and kind of that I don't know smirky kind of way, like dry. Yeah, um, I have and you're, to you, honestly, you're I've never I've never seen it. I've You've never, never seen what? I've never seen the pilot. Really? I've never seen most of what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm terrible that way. There's a few things like, you know, Field of Dreams or things that are classics that I've seen, you know. 
Um, but I will have people come up to me in elevators or on a cruise ship and start saying like start saying I don't know that's what they're doing, but they're saying my lines, and I just stand there like, what? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? And because okay. I just I don't I don't remember. And then also when you're shooting something half the time it doesn't end up being the name it was when you were shooting it. So they're saying, I saw you in so-and-so. And I'm like, I never did that. That wasn't me. Like, yes, it was. And they'll show me a picture. I go, okay, that's not, that's not what the title was when we shot it. So. I don't yeah. Know. I mean, actually you're the title of, of, of the Seinfeld Chronicles changed as well. When they had to did this yeah. said to change the good news, bad news. So that's, that's funny. Um, but yeah, just kind of getting back to that. I mean, this is obviously, you're in the first scene of the entire series, right? So it's kind Am of said, yes, yeah, the first, the very first scene of the entire series. Um, you know, it's, it's like O'Hara said, setting the tone. You're, you're kind of the wisecracking, you know, New York waitress, um, you know, where they're going to be spending their time. Um, at, at that time, um, obviously you had no idea the show would become what it would become, but when you were there, was there any sense to you? Cause you had, you know, like you said, you've done, done a lot before that. Was there any sense to you? Like, you know, this show has something, this guy, Jerry's onto something, you know, Jason's a great actor, any vibe where you were like, you know, you saw a glimpse of like what it was going to become, or was it more like, eh, well, that was a nice day's work and we'll see how it goes. Like, you know, on that scale, like, where were you on? Like, this is going to, you know, blow up or, you know, that was a dud. Like how was your, from your perspective? I'm so disappointing to you guys. I have no memory. <laughs> I don't remember what I thought. I mean, I, I it was a lot of fun. Work yeah. the work was fun. It was a good time. Um, um, but I I you know, you always hope something will go unless somebody is really awful on it, which was not the case here. I mean, I my very first pilot I did, I played a very famous actress's daughter, and I've never prayed so hard for something not to be picked up because she was crazy. Um, but this one was not that this was fun and everybody was good. And I don't remember, like, I know we did it in front of a live audience and usually you do at least twice, sometimes three times back in that, at that, in that era when it was, you know, the multi-camera. Um, and I don't, um, I can never tell. I mean, usually, especially when I'm in theater, I'm doing a play and I'm working with my actors and I think it's fabulous. We're all fabulous. And then people are like, oh, my God, Lee, why did you do that? Like, <laughs> you know, so um, this one was just I I always thought I was I think I was surprised it didn't go in the fall lineup, as I recall. But um, I don't. I mean, I thought, you know, Jerry was very funny. I mean, it was, um, oh God. It was yeah, it was, it was different from your standard sitcom, right? And he did the stand up and all that stuff. I mean, you were on, you know, Amen, Family Ties, like real sitcoms versus these weren't sitcom guys. These are Jerry, you know, stand up comedian, his, his buddy Larry. They didn't really know anything about sitcoms. So uh, from that perspective, it sounds like they were pretty impressive um, early on. Um, obviously, they had to make make some tweaks. Unfortunately, you were one of those tweaks, which honestly we disagree with. That's why I'm curious. Originally, when they told you that you were going to be a regular, what did that mean? Did that mean you were just going to be the waitress? Were you going to be like one of their friends? Did they 
Did they delve into that at all? No, I was just, I just had a series regular contract and then they didn't pick up my contract after we shot the pilot, which happens. And I know that I have heard, um, but I, uh, that Julia and um, Larry were friends from Saturday Night Live. And when they initially shot it, she wasn't available. She was doing something else. And then I think that thing didn't get picked up. And then they went, ooh. And then they got Julia Louise-Dreyfus to be a friend. I mean, I, right. don't think, I don't think they ever replaced my character, did they? There no, was they no- did. That, that's part of Chris's question, I think, too, is like, you know, they could have had you both, right? You could have you could have been in the, in the luncheonette, you know, in, interacting. Yeah. Didn't happen. Yeah, it's interesting because at that point, you know, you're, 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 like you said, the contract's not renewed for the four episodes and the four episodes are barely even getting picked up, right? From, from everything we've gathered, you know, they picking up a show for four episodes in the, in the summer is not really, you know, a thrilling endorsement either. Right. So they were barely hanging on at that point, no matter what they were doing. Right. Didn't, uh, didn't that also happen to cheers? Wasn't cheers. One of those shows where, they're like, eh, I don't know. I don't think so. We'll throw it on in the fall, see what happens. I mean, I think there's a bit of history of, you know, really promoted shows that bomb and then like little like, eh, I don't know. And then they become these monster hits. Yeah. And listen, Seinfeld didn't become a monster per se until they put it on after Cheers, to your point, right? That right? Was, that's right. I mean, you know, Wednesday nights, the, the the show before they moved to Thursday was getting like, you know, 11 to 15 million viewers versus, mm. you, you know, Wings was doing 25 million on Thursday night. So it depends where you are, uh, obviously. Boy, they, they don't, th- those numbers aren't like that now, are they? Oh, no. I mean, oh, no, okay. no, no, no. Yeah, 10 million. Like smaller, right? Because there, there's so smaller. many different platforms. And, yeah. yeah. So speaking, speaking of different platforms, uh, would love to talk about, I know you just filmed, and I just watched it, Dead to Me, which I thought you were fantastic in. Oh, thank um, you. Tell us a little bit about that experience. And I don't want to say it's like Seinfeld, but all of a sudden you, you were gone in that show too. I wanted more of you. Well, you know, this was their last season, and I think I did the sixth episode. I did watch that, my husband and I just, because we watched the series. And... um you know, Christina has uh, MS. I think she's been pretty out there. So it was um, it, it was it was interesting watching it. You know, because we just watched the whole. We kind of watched it over a few days, and it's like that thing of like watching Linda Cardellini's character go through kind of what Christina's going through. And I thought, oh my god, this must have been so interesting for both of them you know such a close reality to what's going on but the roles are switched and um you know they're lovely women it was just it was one of those you know gorgeous chicks rule you know girls rock kind of um everybody the showrunner the director the the dp the the whole vibe is very uh female and um very supportive. I know uh, one of the, I think I worked, I can't remember. We did it last November, maybe a year ago. Um, but I think it was um, 
two or three days. And I think on the second day, James Marsden wasn't in any of the scenes that I was doing, but it was Christina's birthday. So he came in with, you know, a cake the size of Manhattan and there was a big celebration. And it was just uh, everybody on the set was just really um, supportive, you know, and giving and taking care of what was going on. You know, it was just, it was very, um, private and professional and heartfelt and it was very moving yeah and you know i think cancer hits us all and you your character brought a just a real sense of levity to a difficult situation so in a little way it reminded me of claire from the Seinfeld chronicles in a way just that little um kind of wise guy carefree attitude and uh mm-hmm. you just you brought it so older, great. the older the more mature claire <laughs> <laughs> i i noticed you right away I, you didn't you didn't age a bit so you look great oh right? yes yes thank you thank you i look i hold my wedding picture up and go look see exactly the same yeah speaking of wise wise crack and like i was mentioned i mean we brought it up earlier but you know, working with Lenny Clark, uh, that guy's a, that guy's a character and a half. No, I mean, just looking at you look with so many different of these these kind of iconic uh, uh, sitcoms. I mean, uh, stand up comics that we talked about earlier, like you know Tim Allen, Roseanne, Grace from from Grace Under Fire, and you get Lenny Clark. I mean, Lenny Clark has got to be one of the most fun uh, guys to work with on a set. I, I would imagine. Um, yes, I loved. I, mean, I love. Is we there had any stories that come to mind <laughs> working with him? Um, that that was um that was fun i mean it's so funny i met the show closed and like a week later i met my husband that's when i uh, and what was funny is he had worked he was an ia he was a lighting guy he had worked on the show he had worked on an episode of the show and we didn't meet which i find funny uh yeah we had the same director andy kadef directed almost every episode uh one of my dearest friends in the world esther Esther Himba Treadway uh, was this, was our scripty, and she became one of my best friends. And it was just um, there's so many you know anecdotes and stories, and it was just a very um, that that was a very fun time. You know, those four months we did that was a blast. That's great. I wish it, if they hadn't felt so highly of us. I mean, the problem was they put us on opposite Wonder Years. There was no yeah, way. That's that. yeah. If they'd given us a different time slot. I think we would have run for five or ten years. You know. So that was a different time back then, right? It was. It was kind of that time yeah. slot. Even with Seinfeld, we talk about it all the time, right? They were. They were. We were watching on Wednesdays, but not a lot of people were apparently, and it and you got that cheer slot, and it kind of took off. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, nineteen eighty nine was a. Interesting year for you with obviously Field of Dreams was a huge hit. Um, is that when we did that? Yeah, I was curious. Did that is 1989? It came out same like Seinfeld. I just went. Did you did you film? I'm assuming you you filmed Field of Dreams before Seinfeld. Uh, Your memory is so good from 30 years. I know you're going to know <laughs> this answer. <laughs> I don't remember. That was yeah. in Iowa. I know we went out to Iowa for that. Um, I have no memory. I don't know when we shot it. <laughs> oh God, I have yeah, and that was like my Phil Robin, Phil Alden Robinson. I've been very blessed. He's um 
he calls me his good luck charm and he's put me in all of his movies that have white people. He did do one film that was pretty much all black and, but I've been in four of his films and he, at one point he was, when we did, um, some of all fears, he had my character say, and be sure and look up so-and-so. And then he was very uh, disappointed in me that I didn't know that was my name from another film. Huh. <laughs> I'm like, please, my memory, don't hate me. Oh, Summer uh, Wall Fears with uh, Affleck? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That. yeah. That's where I met my boyfriend. I have I have the pic I have a I have a picture of me and my husband and then me and my boyfriend Morgan Freeman. They're they're over <laughs> here on the show. Nice. Um yeah, I mean we touched on Jerry, but but really like you know, you're in the scene with Jason and and to our understanding is you're still a little bit friendly with Jason, perhaps, or at least Yeah, Jason know. just directed me um in twenty um what year is this? Twenty twenty two, twenty twenty one was COVID twenty. So I think it was um, 2019. Uh, I did a, a play called The Joy Wheel. And it, Jason's very best friend is a friend of mine named Gina Hecht. Oh, and, yeah, friend of the show. We, we spoke with Gina. Yeah. And yeah. Gina said, I want you to come audition for this other role. It's for, you know, I'm doing it. And Jason's directing. There's four characters. And so so that was fun. I went and Jason directed us for six weeks. And we... Uh, had you had you known him before the pilot of Seinfeld? Also, no. no? Okay, wow, cool. That's a, no, because he didn't meet Gina until I think I think they met on Seinfeld, right? She did a character on Seinfeld. She did, yeah, Dana Foley, yeah. yeah. And that's when they maybe maybe it was something else. I think it was then, and then they became like best buds, and um, uh, yeah, and then we were really good friends. So any um. Any interaction with, with with Michael Richards on set? I know he wasn't in your scenes, but and he was also a little bit low. Oh yeah, on set. I mean, yeah, we set, would yeah. lunch every day. I mean, Anything, I, I, I yeah. Any vi- oh. any pick up? I mean, that's he wasn't even. He was like just finding Kramer at that point, so he wasn't doing his whole door thing, which we've heard so much about. Um, you know, I'm wondering he must have been a little more subdued uh, behind the scenes, or um, God. Was it? Um, I think he was kind of who you think he is, as I recall. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, have, you, have you interviewed them for your podcast? Not, not Michael Richards or Jason Alexander. Oh. No, but um, you want Jason? Yes, yes. I could call Jason. I, I'll ask Jason if he'd be willing to do it. Have you ever? Have you ever approached him? Yes, he, uh, times. he said he, he'll 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 come on after Jerry comes on, and he gave us a wink, wink. But no, he's <laughs> and he's yeah. well. Listen, honestly, we're we're trying to chronicle this show, right? Yeah. That's, we we think this show is actually you know the main four are great, but I think this show was built on its writing and its and actually the guest stars, right? These guys let the guest stars shine. Mm-hmm. Um, you weren't a guest star per se, but I would still say, you know, well, I think not- ultimately I, that's exactly what I was. Yeah. Right. Fair. I, and you I know, and they let you, they let you shine. And, you know, listen, you mentioned this, the, you know, they replaced Jerry's dad, Morty. They re- replaced Frank Costanza. Um, but they never replaced your character, which was, like I said, very interesting. And so, yeah. um, we wish you would have, we wish you would have stayed on, but, um, it is what it is. You clearly didn't miss a beat. I mean, man, over 
200 appearances. Well, you know, it says that, but it's much closer to 300, I'll tell you. Wow. They don't have every episode of every show. Like, I, I just did three episodes of P-Valley, and I think they only have one or two on. And they don't they don't put everything down there because it's like, I know I work more than that. Yeah, and then you spend time. Yeah, up that's a humble months. brag if I ever heard one. <laughs> That's a teenneck girl right there. there and then, uh, you know, obviously you're doing plays and things like that. A lot um, of theater. Whenever yeah. I can. Yeah. So, yeah, Jason, you mentioned Gina Hecht. I think, I, uh, we got to check this, but I think she actually tried out for the, the role of Elaine, was one of the many who who tried oh, out for that. Wow. Yeah, so maybe there was another early connection there with, with Jason for sure. Um so yeah, so you got lunch with these guys every day. It felt like it was it was like a boys' club, right? And you were kind of the only girl that said. I know Pamela Brawl, who played the love interest. I don't know if you remember her. Um, she was the only other, I guess, guest star from that first show. Um, um, I don't remember the boys' club vibe. I've heard that from other people. I just I don't remember, but um, period. You can start right there. But um, I didn't. I didn't have any feeling of like, uh, not like fitting was, in, I, right? Yeah, like I wasn't allowed to play. I felt, I felt, I felt uh, as comfortable as. I mean, I just, I don't remember any discomfort. It felt great. Hmm. Well, that's good to hear. I mean, that there's no, there's nothing there that would have, you know, you're not, you didn't leave. I mean, you tell us, I don't know if this is a question you want. I mean, did you leave? Obviously it's not great to not get picked up, but, but I'm sure as an actress, those things happen in your career other times. Right. Um, so I'd have to assume you, you didn't leave with like, you know, ill feelings towards that. It was just one of those things that just, you know, they went a different direction. Right. Oh yeah. Not at all. I mean, I, I just, it was, it was a job. I was done. I moved on. I mean, I know our fans and Seinfeld are, you know, around the world are obviously you're you're a huge part of the show and and one of those like kind of iconic. Uh, it's like an iconic role, like you said, the first the first scene, right? The the first scene ever. Um, I didn't even know it was the first. Yeah, and it's like it's like you don't, it, it, and then so you're like getting getting to talk to you for us is a huge thing, just so you know, because it's not it's not every day that like. Um, you know, that role can be remembered like O'Hara said, right? So I just wanted to tell you that we're, you know, I'm glad you joined us to, to have this talk. Even, even if you didn't remember a lot, it's 40 years ago. That's understandable, right? I mean, we, we but it's it's just great that, uh, that like you said, there's no, there's no little feelings. You're still, you know, in touch with Jason and things like that. It's just great to hear. Yeah. I mean, I've never, I don't think my, uh, it's funny, Michael, Mikey, my, Richards. Thank you. Jesus. Michael lives in my cousin's neighborhood. So she used to see him on a regular basis. Like literally they lived one street apart. So I, she would tell me about, she would say hi to him for me and stuff. Um, never seen Jerry since. Um, I don't know if he would know me if he fell over me. Um, but I see Jason. Jason also does um, improv with um, some friends of mine. He shows up periodically and so I've, I've seen him many times over the year doing probably he's very funny. He is very funny. I mean, the, the show is funny at the end of the day. Um, even in that first episode, it didn't get picked up right away. It took, it took another year, but you could see, you could see the seeds, you know, and then you help plant those, right. Just you kind of there with Jerry and George and them kind of bantering and 
playing off you. Um, it's just, it's good TV. It's really good acting. And then, like I said, 35 years later, I'm, I'm seeing you do that in, in dead to me. It's, it's, <laughs> it's remarkable. It's remarkable. And it's like you in a scene with two friends and just the way you, the way you play off that is, it's just, was mind blowing to see that similarity 40, 35 years later. So, um, thank you for that. Any other, anything else you remember? I mean, like, you know, that call, like your agent said, Hey, you got the job or any of that, that you recall, or was this, I mean, what, what, you know, you did so many pilots. Was it a, was it a, I think every job's a big deal. I'm not downplaying that, but did you feel like this was, was this just different and, you know, how excited were you at the moment that you kind of recall about? Well, I this think you're movie? always excited when you get a pilot because you're getting some big bucks. Right, um, right. And I did, I did, I did nine pilots in ten years, and four of them went to series, albeit briefly. And I thought that was normal. I thought that's what all actresses were doing. I really didn't get at that time how freaking blessed I was. That mm. that was kind. of amazing so every time i got uh, a pilot it was like yes! you know another another notch on the belt yeah you know kind of thing and um so i don't remember a particular i had no particular feeling about this one i mean usually i was much more of the female lead this was not like that this was very ensemble and i was a smaller part so it was mm. like oh okay let's try this so yeah. Did you I have I, to ask why yeah. do you have this triangle around you, Chris? You're, you're the the light in your thing. You're very there's a, like you're you're at well, the of a triangle. It's very me, nice. like, me like you. I'm in the attic. So <laughs> <laughs> not the attic. The penthouse executive suite, please. This is, this is called the penthouse uh, podcast studio. Yes. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tony, you were going to ask something. No, I was just curious. I mean, it's it's a question I got to ask. Uh, you didn't watch, you said you didn't watch yourself in, in the show, right? In Seinfeld, yeah. you didn't watch yourself in many things. Did you end up watching Seinfeld at all throughout the years? Or you kind of just, you're not a TV watcher in general. You just not watch it. Did you ever kind of peek in? I, and, I think I've seen a couple episodes. Yeah, the one you, the one you should watch is with Gina Hackton yeah. and, uh, and Jason. They yeah. are okay. remarkable together. Um, <laughs> just laughing, and his, she's his psychiatrist. So if you can oh. imagine, that. yeah, it's good stuff. But um, uh, Lee, this has been this has been great. Uh, thanks for. Sharing the memories, albeit 35, 34 albeit, something years. Albeit uh, very limited ones, but yes, my pleasure. Thank you for being so patient with me. I'm sorry I'm not a better rememberer, but I'm... I'm no, well, well, you're unforgettable, so that, that makes up for the... Uh... Oh, okay, good. <laughs> and do yourself a favor. Just watch the first episode one of these days. I, I think you'll enjoy it. I think I have, you know, you know, back in the day when you used to put um, everything on... Um, uh, DHS, but the big fat ones, uh, like two and a half for for professional actors. Instead of just putting it on regular VHS, you put it on the heavier duty, larger yeah. one. Mm -hmm. You got better quality. So I know I have my scenes on there somewhere, but God knows what you would play those on now. So 
<laughs> I know I have it somewhere in my possession. Uh, there you go. Well, it's on Netflix right next to Dead to Me. So uh, oh. for all you guys out there, check it out and uh, be sure to check out Lee. She's fantastic in, in Dead to Me. So thanks so much, Lee. Thank you, Lee. This was great. Thank you. It was Thank a real you. pleasure. Have a good night. You too.